This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Oh, good, that's better. Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. Oh, game five here at the Los Angeles Coliseum. Keith Jackson. Ah, uh, what is it? It's already eight minutes after. Just getting used to everything here. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's like coming back from, from vacation at school and you, you forgot your locker combination. How does this work again? Seems like my seat changed or something or other. Everything's out of whack. But I think I got things under control. Here with uh, Layla in the background, Derek and the Domino Heads, and yours truly, wearing a, uh, a black shirt, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at myself. I just got compared to Joseph Wiesner. Actually, it was Joe that did it. I said, well, Glenn, you know, the poor bastard that just died from Thor. I said, well, I, I don't even know his name. Never heard of the guy. He looks like a poor man's. He, I said he looks like the guy from Sex and the City who played big, only a poor man's version of him. <laughs> poor bastard. He's dead. Died at 58 years old. So, Joe, I love this. I love when people do this. He says, well, he looks better than either one of us, Glenn. It's okay, great. It's good to know I'm in your category, Joe. That's awesome. That's like, you know, Jeff Graham would do that from time to time. He says, well, that girl can kick our, my ass and your ass at the same time. So really? Wow. Jeez, I might as well just give up. If someone's on the phone. And when someone's on the phone this early on a Monday, on a Monday, you know something's up. So let's see who it is. It's Bobby Jason Trainer. No, it's a private call. Uh, Glenn, I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're right. Friday show, I was a little out of control on your show. Nah, you're not. You never. You I'm are sorry. the most concerned. I didn't uh, mean you, to disrespect you or Mr. Hickey. Mr. Hickey's a nice man, a gentleman. Yeah, yeah he is. I was so pissed off about what's going on here. You know, I can't see spending money on a pool when we just right. uh, pulled out uh, three and a half for the golf course. Right. You know, that's an issue with me because I own property in Watertown and uh, I'm going to be hitting the pocketbook, me and other people. Right. No, I know. Not to mention everything else. But I didn't want to disrespect No, 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 no. Listen to me. You're any hot water with your boss, man, there, Glenn. How could that get me in hot water with my boss? Well, you know Mr. Levin. He's kind of a liberal gentleman. Yeah, well, no. He's, there's one thing about Jim, and we pick on him all the time for good reason, but he lets it's laissez-faire when it comes to the show. As long as I don't say the six bad words and, and make yeah. fun of the liberals yeah. to the point where we can all get in trouble. But, but I was just a little pissed. You, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It sounds like you are losing sleep over the city politics well, in recent months. Hit me in the pocketbook. I can't afford to pay any more money for. Uh, we got a lot of issues. Uh, one of your callers, I think Frank, you're familiar with. 
Yeah, Frank, of course. He's yeah. called in a few. He lays it right on the line. We got other issues we have to worry about. It's nice to have a pool, yeah. but it's not a necessity. We got other issues. Uh, you can't even drive down somebody's roads without losing your undercarriage. Right. You know what I mean? No, I know, I know. But trust me, I drive. A, I ride a car with no suspension, yeah. so I feel but every this bump. This money's not going to last forever. No, it never does. You know what I mean, Glenn? But yeah. the only way they're going to uh, raise more revenue is hit us in the pocketbook, and uh, I can't do it if I'm going to stay in Watertown. Are you a fan of uh, the the uh, Attorney Bullard uh, uh, fan club on Facebook? Have you seen that? Yeah, I have seen it. Uh, I don't like it. I think it's not a. Yeah, I think Mister Only. Uh, I don't know. You know, we need civility at the council meetings. We don't need this. You want to do something like that? Do it in the back room. Right. People can't uh, see it. Right. No, you're I can have issues. You're going to disagree, but we can do it without. Uh, you know. No, I totally agree. Cliff is a little bit out of control on this council, in my opinion. A little. That's the understatement of the year. Yeah. He's yeah. well out of control. He's out yeah, of control. He, he has got some good ideas, but you can uh, present them without. Yeah, him and the mayor. I don't know what that's about, but... But someone made a good point today. I don't know if it was you or someone else who said, look, he looks like he's got a vendetta against the city for all the stuff that he got involved with over the years, and now it's payback. Back history is nothing to brag about. Let's be honest here. Was that you? Was that you? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It was uh, somebody else right. bringing up his back history, but I know about his back history. Sure. But, yeah. yeah. But uh, he's on the... Uh, he got voted on there, so we have to just uh, go with it for a while. Anyways. Yeah, just like Joe Biden. Just, just like crackhead. Crack yeah. Jason comes on it. Jason, I want to know what you're going to do about spending. Forget about the homeless problem. That's right. the problem. Right. It's not the major problem here in Watertown. Right. That's not going to get your votes. No, it's not. No. Okay, no. God. All right. Thank you, my friend. You bet. Yeah, you know, people are upset. I mean, I've been saying that for months <laughs> since I started again. Hi, you're in the air. That was me, Glenn. Oh, it was you. Okay, gotcha. We got you, kind, we got you two. Today. We got you guys confused. I just want to say about the interview. Yeah. With Hickey Friday, right. I thought it was uh, a no interview. Hmm. He went around the circle, around the circle, and had more excuses why he uh, wants to spend the money and never talked about spending the money on the things that we, ha- that we have to do. And um, I didn't think the interview was um, any good at all. Oh. So, I'm, you know, no, I'm not... About you doing? No, no, no. I get it. I get it. No, I mean about how he uh, talked. He's the gang of three, and he's not going to say anything different. And um, that's just the way I feel about it, you know. And it's just uh, too bad the three of them cannot see what they've done to this city and spent this amount of money, and now they want nine million more dollars for two pools. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it's it's ridiculous what's happening to the city. And there's only one main thing about disruption on the council. Number one is only. Yes. We've never had mm-hmm. disruption like this. And he promised when he ran to do this. Mm-hmm. He promised. Yes. And he did it. Completely changed his council and to disrupt. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, <clears throat> the guy has done little or nothing his whole life. He's got some power. He thinks he's got some power, and he's using it. Like I said this this afternoon, right. after what he went through, all the, his background, he said the cops beat him up and everything. I think it's his way of getting him back at the city. I really do. Yeah, I think, I th- I think you're somewhat right. and That's why it resonated with me. That's why I brought it up again today. Um, I think that was a good point by Paul. 
uh, about, you know, about that, so, so to speak, vendetta. Now, now, again, the actual site itself on Facebook, <clears throat> just for people out there, it's called, let's see if I can find it now. Dip, 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 day. It's called, oh, no, I can't find it. All right, I'll find it later. But anyway, it's the Attorney Bullard uh, uh, fan club, official fan club on Facebook. And now whoever's, I talked to Jeff briefly about it during his show today. Whoever's doing it is obviously t- is almost a tit for tat because, you know, Cliff has been using memes quite creatively for the last two plus years since he started running for this last cycle where he was successful through the primary, thus, and then through the general election. That's why he's one of four members of city council. And he continues to use these what they call memes, and he's good at it. So this person used uh, stole his flame and created this, this Facebook page. Now, it doesn't have a lot of followers, but it's got a lot of attention because it just started. I noticed earlier today it's got 175 followers. Now, that's minuscule. But it's still, it started, it's, it's like a, it's like a, I don't know, grass fire that's kind of spreading throughout the prairie. And a lot of people are paying attention to it. Now, yours truly happened to make the show today. And a client of mine chimed in and said, oh, that's pretty funny. But uh, now I can't find it. But anyway, someone has, an, someone has, uh, <laughs> has a bad relationship with the Live at Five show. So I made it. And, and not to mention a small segment of uh, Friday's show uh, with uh, a councilman, Pat Hickey made it on there as well. So, again, what that last caller said, you know, Pat Hickey, remember, is a politician. And sometimes you've got to walk around the block to cross the street a couple of times to make your point or to evade one. But one thing is for sure, and I, I've heard this from several people, including Danny Francis, who chimed in on Friday, he said, Pat is a good guy. It's easy to get upset with Cliff only. We know that. It's easy to get upset with Councilwoman Ruggiero. And a lot of that has to do with what, you know, what, what Councilman, Council, excuse me, uh, Ruggiero was prior to the so-called Gang of Three, was a, was a different dynamic until, you know, Cliff and Pat came along. Not to mention the appraisal and her, you know, her, 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 what she does for a living in real estate. So those two, so that's why people would have a tendency to get angry at Councilman Ruggiero for her decision making and, and, and no uh, privilege on the floor. As far as Pat Hickey's concerned, he's guilty by association, but that that's that becomes more, you know, more concrete when he when he votes along with the other two. Although on Friday he says he doesn't vote with them all, all along. I'm sure there was some, I don't know, dog leashing, you know, uh, law that came up that he that he went against, something that really doesn't matter. But when it comes to the big ones, that being the pool and or pools and the golf course, he's always on the side of the gang of three. So he can never escape that. And that's why we have elections. And to some degree, of course, Pat talked about that. He said, well, you know, I'm a single man. Um, you know, I'm retired. I spent a lot of time. I'm at my kitchen. You know, like Cliff Claiborne. No, just kidding. And uh, I do a lot of research at night. So one thing that was for sure that you might not like Pat Hickey's decision-making and his whole association with the other two, but Pat, you just can't get angry at Pat. It's impossible. You know, some people, it's, you know, like that one caller called and says, hey, I'm sorry about my ways on Friday. He's frustrated. He's thinking about leaving the city. I don't, geez, I don't know. Boy. You know, I guess the best thing we can do, if you want to put your hands up in the air and things aren't going right, just move to Mexico, cross the border, and they'll put you in a hotel in, uh, in central New York. Because I just read prior to today's show that what's happening in Orange County, Putnam County, and for that matter, Rockland County, not, Rock, not Westchester County, can't happen there, uh, is now spreading north. And eventually it's going to make its way up here. So that's why I'm going to, I've already reached out to Spencer, uh, that's a, a Congresswoman Tenney's uh, assistant, to see what, what measures are being taken here. Now, again, it's, it's going to happen. 
we're going to we're going we've always you know had an influx of migrants from from various countries if you were to stop and sit at any given farm in in northern new york from lewis county right up to st lawrence county franklin county and beyond the preponderance of those that actually work on them are, are people that got here and families that got here long ago from central america for that matter south america or the caribbean islands so this isn't anything new and i think jeff graham brought up a very good point today and i i would add to it Hey, we need workers. I mean, my goodness gracious. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, and again, I, I'm, I'm not in, as I've gotten older, I've, my, my patience has actually gotten better because I recognize that if there's a young kid with a hat on serving me anything, and if I have to wait another two, three minutes, I don't care. I just appreciate the fact that that person is there. That's all I care about, and I respect that. And I was never, I was never one of those Karens or Kens, whatever they would call a male version, right? But, but now, especially after COVID, I, I have a really, really good understanding of, of what it takes to deal with the public because we're like, for instance, today, just moments ago, just before I got on here, I'm waiting to uh, to speak to a client. I'm on the phone with uh, T.J. Babcock, uh, a, a council, um, uh, a member for the uh, candidate for the city council, by the way, and we'll be talking to him live here soon. And I, I, there's this woman driving a car, and she's a big woman, and she's, she's, she looks like she's in a panic. And she's in the parking lot up there at Subway up on out of Washington Street. And, and mind you, this isn't one of those parking lots where it's one of these things where there's only one in and one out. There's plenty of room. To, it's like if it's a little congested, you could just make your way around there without any problems. I know some parking lots, including ours right here, where you can literally get locked in here, like in the basement of, of a vault or something, and, not, and feel hopeless. But I, I was on the phone, and, and, and I, me and this other car parked, you know, kind of like in an unorthodox area, and other people were coming along. So before you know it, there was more cars there that uh, after, if, over the time span that I spent there talking to guys like TJ and so forth. I do business in my car. That's the way I operate. It's got air conditioning. It's really cool. I could sit there, do whatever I want. And sure enough, this, this big woman comes by me in what looks to be a, a Saturn or something. <laughs> I forget. And she's got her mid- middle finger up at me. And I saw her frustrated earlier. She's back in the car out. She doesn't know where to park. It's too far. She has to walk. She has to burn from some freaking calories for crying out loud. And then she's pulling around and she's she's gives me she gives me the middle finger. It's like, oh my God, what has happened to the world, folks? What did I do? Just trying to make a living. Plus, Joe Wester says I look just like he does. <laughs> Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. Yeah. When you said that we need people to work, yeah, I I don't disagree with that, but I completely disagree with this sending in millions of people in this country. Just hope they find a job, or I mean, I understand they work in farms. I get it. That right. long, there's a long-established thing here. But these people are just coming in randomly, and they're going to end up in our communities. Who's going to pay for all this stuff? Well, you would start committing you, crimes, you, right? I mean, this isn't the way to go about it. It's just, oh, we need workers, so let's just let. You know, ten million people invade our country. No, I know. We don't have we don't have a pick of who it is. Right. They're mostly men between the ages of fifteen and thirty. Mm-hmm. There's hardly any families that I've seen. I know there are families. I'm not disputing that. Most of them aren't. You're like right. What, You're right. It's it, it's almost like what happened in Europe when the Syrian thing happened. It was all men, all men, just right. flooding into. Europe. Ukraine. Same thing, S- same thing with Ukraine. Amazingly enough, th- th- they need m- men between the ages of 18 and 40 to fight the war over there, and yet a-, a good deal of them are going into countries like Ireland as single men. 
And they're causing problems in places like Dublin and throughout Ireland. I saw the video on it. I, I don't get that at all. It's like, wait a minute. If you're, if you're between the ages, like if you were 17 to 35 during the Civil War, you were scorned for not being part of the war. Or for that matter, World War I or World War II. You had to basically be blind or have one foot or some issue before people publicly scorned you. Why they're sending young men out of Ukraine into other countries they're going to have their way with those hot-looking Irish chicks, by the way, with their blue eyes and red hair. That's a problem. That's a big, big problem. So, and he, by the way, my friend, I'm on your side. I'm with you. I get it. But I'm, I'm just beside myself. You, they're looking to capsize the canoe. The first one's going to be Texas. In the next eight to ten years, it's going to turn blue. And that's exactly, they don't, if they knew that Latinos, for, for the most part, were Christian people, and that after a while, after they got assimilated into society, became conservative voters, they wouldn't let them in here. You know that. I know that. But because they're letting them in here, giving them a free ride, eventually they're going to keep the, uh, the, uh, the Democrats in power. That's why they're bringing them in here. I know that. Well, well of, of, of course it is. But the, pro- the problem is, when they start committing crimes, especially in Jefferson County, and people fight back right everyone's gonna be deemed a racist sure and a hater sure. even though these people aren't don't even belong in this country it just they're setting us up for something really really important. and they want a reaction and they want us to be like that marine yeah. on that subway uh and and stranglehold someone so that and, and, and by the way if that marine was a black guy you and i wouldn't be talking about it it wouldn't be a story it would just be another black and black crime that says well no you put us here that's why oh yeah yeah institutional racism that's why we kill each other it's your fault so. Well, it's just like a couple weeks ago when that, that shooting in Texas at that mall, they kept saying the guy was a right. uh, white nationalist. Mm-hmm. He was Mexican. Right, right. They they fabricated an entire social media, right. cut and pasted. Mm-hmm. None of it was him. Right. None of it. Right. They're, they're so disingenuous and such deceitful liars. Would you would you and agree with me that the, the happiest people in America right now are people unlike us, <laughs> politically, or it's cultural? You know what I'm saying? I mean... The Democrats right now, the liberals, are very happy. They're, they're frustrated they don't have the Supreme Court. They're frustrated that the, you know, the Second Amendment still exists. They're frustrated that AR-15s are still for sale. But for the most part, they're very happy. One, Donald Trump isn't our president. And two, they just, they, you know, they're, they're winning. They have everything leveraged on their side, unfortunately. Well, the only thing I'm going to disagree with you, and it, you're, you just said an oxymoron, a happy liberal. Are they really <laughs> ever happy? They're just the most miserable people I've ever met in my life. You know, it's a good point. You, you, they're happy. Uh, they're, they're, I can, let me put it to you this way. and I, uh, They're happier than we are, but yes, they're still miserable. That is an interesting way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, because we still exist. They, they, they won't yeah. be ha- And then you know, here's the thing. I compare what's going on right now to the country of South Africa, where Elon Musk is from. And you know what South Africa was all about. And I was talking to my wife about this over the weekend, despite the fact that the majority of the populace obviously were Africans, were the natives, let's call them the Indians, and then the Europeans from England and from France and Spain, they go down there, they said, geez, you're sitting on a pot of gold down here, look at all the resources, we should do something about this. And they made it a society, but at the same time they created apartheid. And then eventually, you know, during the Tutu and Desmond, which is the same guy, sorry, I'm forgetting his name, uh, came upon uh, the whole scene and changed that. America helped to change that as well. And what happened once the majority became, the, you know, in control, they started fighting each other. So when the liberals finally take control of this country, and yes, unfortunately, my friend, they will, and they're about to. And once they take over the Supreme Court, they stack the court, whichever which way they do it, they will. Then they will have no one else to fight with other than themselves, and that's when it gets really ugly. And hopefully then we can actually sneak in and take power back again. I doubt it, but... 
I would go one further. You're saying South Africa. I'm talking about any major Democrat-led city. Yeah, sure. Detroit, mm -hmm. Minneapolis, Philly, St. Louis, yeah, Baltimore, and you name them. It's the same. They're fighting each other. Right, right. Uh, Rochester. Yeah. I, I love yeah. how Rochester looked really good during the PGA. They kept on showing downtown. This is downtown Rochester. Oh, this is where the home of Kodak. Oh, a lot of industry around here. It's one of the most dangerous cities in the country. They yeah. steal cars for be for breakfast here like no other city. It's a terrible town. And they gerrymandered the, the district around Monroe County to guarantee that the Democrats would always rule. And when the Democrats rule, that's when you know is going to rule that city right into the ground. You're absolutely right, my friend. Thank you for the call. Sure. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, there you have it. Good call, as always. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Glenn. What's uh, happened? Our, was it was a uh, labor uh, shortage of labor. Yeah. President Nancy Pelosi and all the uh, politicians are, uh, well, we need help. Uh, are they going to uh, exempt employers from the labor laws? I don't know. Who knows? I doubt it. Well, absolutely insanity. I mean, it, 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 you know, if, well, we need people to do this and do that. Well, okay. I mean, that's a question to ask. But, as right. lawyer, what, mean, but if you notice, and Pelosi's been guilty of it, and, and, and again, we got to be careful. Just that, that last call that refers to them as those people, we got to be careful about that because that can get you and me and others like us in trouble. I know what that guy is saying. But Pelosi gets in trouble just like uh, Schultz does down there, you know, the one with the wired hair that used to work for Hillary Clinton there out of Florida. She says, oh, we need these people to oh. take care of us, to do our gardening and whatnot. And, you know, and that's the obvious thing. We know that. But they're already admitting that they're low-level laborers and that that's what they're here for. And that in itself is racist, and yet they get away with it. No, they're racist, but they're breaking the laws. Well, you know, but they don't care about the law. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about anything. They don't care about counting votes correctly. I mean, I was watching something earlier. If I played it back, of course, our friend Danny Francis would have a heart attack. But nonetheless, they talk about counting, recounting ballots and doing actual audits. And it's just there's so many things that add up. So, you know, how in the world did Sleepy Joe become our president of the United States? Did you see him in yeah, Japan man. the other day? <clears throat> you could barely put two words together. We know Susan Rice is running this country along with Barack and Michelle. He's not running the well, country. If we go back to a local level. I heard the uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Hickey on Friday, and I, I said to myself, my. My goodness, he didn't know about the $850,000. I knew about it. Uh, That's a big deal. In, in what, November? Right. Before the lawsuit took place. Every, I, I thought it was everybody knew about the $850,000 for the other golf course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I know I was talking about it Yeah, prior to the actual sale itself. So I, I can't remember but if it was November, he didn't December. didn't know about it until the lawsuit. I, I, don't, I don't understand that. He didn't know about it until the lawsuit was uh, by Mrs. Uh, the, the lady who was running for uh, councilwoman. Um, oh, oh, Blevins, yeah. Blevins, yeah. See, See I, I mean, again, if, if I if if I were Pat, I wouldn't admit that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got to admit that he's an honest man for admitting it, and that's great. But some things you just don't want to admit to because then you're like, what? You, you didn't know that? But I I appreciate his honesty, but some things, like I said, should be best left alone. Like that. <laughs> well, it, it, it has it, it proves it proves either they're insane or they're just incompetent. Uh, or well, just there's something else going on. I yeah, don't know what. I don't know. It, so it's, it's out of logic, and uh, uh, I've got a lot of years' experience with this stuff, and uh, mm -hmm. there's something there's something wrong here. No, something was wrong. There. All right, thank you, my friend. Yeah. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. I got to move on. I got to do a commercial break. We're already at the bottom of the hour. 
You're listening to the Live at Five show with yours truly, and we'll be back right after this. Yo, DJ, play me something twice. of the Hotline and Live at Five shows. Yeah, that's right. Robert's Automotive is sales and service. I saw a really nice Honda Accord out front there the other night, uh, the night on the day. Excuse me. Dip, 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 dip. I'm now a proud sponsor of the Hotline show. Uh, there in West Main Street. See Karen and Steve when you get a chance. Awesome. Oh, and also, uh, just as a footnote, yes, there was a, a big uh, four-day sale up there at Widget Auto Sales. Four days straight. It was the May Day sales event. Weather was cooperative. That cooperative. Listen to me. The weather cooperated, right? Just as if it's a real person, like Mother Nature. And uh, they, uh, needless to say, went very, very well. They're veteran-owned, and they do it each and every day on out of Washington Street. And who else could forget our friends at L.A. Quarry? Uh, they work uh, 366 days out of the year. Yeah, they literally work an, another day uh, with sand, sto- uh, gravel. Is it gravel? I know it's the one that I, the one forbidden word. I usually bring it up. They don't have it. They don't have gravel. What about pebbles? Uh, yeah, they got pebbles. What about Bam Bam? Yeah, they got Bam Bam too. What about Wilma? <laughs> remember, remember when they had the Flintstones uh, uh, vitamins? The kids wouldn't want to eat Wilma. They would eat Barney. They would eat Fred. They would eat Dino. But they wouldn't eat Wilma. Can't eat your mom. Yeah, eat, uh, no, sorry. It's just, it's a, it was just like kids just couldn't see killing their mother, I guess. Some, some symbolic way. All right, let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Glenn, I had, you, I had to call you back because you irked me again. Uh-oh, what happened? You said Hickey was a very nice guy. Yeah. Just like you said, the other ones were nice people. I've told you this before. What they did to this city, they ripped the taxpayers off with such an underhanded deal. And they heard hundreds and hundreds of people said no to that money, that deal. And yet they did it anyway. You can say all you want that Hickey is a good guy. He's not a good guy for what he did. If I would, if he would have backed them down, I would have said, you know, the guy's a good guy. Hmm. But he didn't. He never said crap for almost two years. And he went along with every single vote. So I'm sorry. I can't say that any of those three are nice people. They might be nice to your face, but look what they did to all of us. And it's going to get worse. Thanks, Glenn. All right, thank you. And, and well, you know, I, I get that. You could be a good guy and a bad politician. You could be a bad politician and be a good guy. That, isn't that the same thing? You could be a good politician and be a bad guy. Is that, did that make any sense? <laughs> One or the other. You're on the air. Hello, Glenn. What's happened? It's the Duff Man. I don't know what Hickey's but was researching all night long, but he definitely wasn't researching the history of the golf course. That's for sure. Well, he was at his he was at his his kitchen table. Yeah, what would have? Yeah, how hard would it have been to find out that uh, Lundy had purchased it for six hundred thousand? That was with the cards and everything, right? You know, plus plus the lawn mower that he made a deal out of, and all this and that, thinking it was worth millions. Right. Uh, he paid six hundred thousand for it. And if you put one hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand in it, you're still you're still under a million dollars. Right. I mean, come on, what kind of research did he do? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, not not for nothing, but I think we just uh, we brought it up earlier. On top of that, he didn't know where the eight hundred and fifty was going. Right. 
I mean, that's, that might be the worst part of all that. So, I mean, to sit there and say that, you know, I did this, and then and then to come out and say, well, I didn't know anything about that, or yeah. I didn't know anything about that, or, you know, I had no clue about that. Right. Uh, come on. And then the research, you didn't go up. If you're such a, a stickler for all that stuff, why didn't you go up and look in the basement at the electrical and so on? Right. And again, I'll reiterate the fact that I don't blame the developers. Hey, if you can sell something for something good, mm-hmm. you know, good for you. Right. No, I, I agree. I mean, that, I mean, we all we all make a buck whether or not it's aggressive or not. Or but uh, I, I I just don't know why he didn't know that. And you're right. If he, he, if, he yeah, I'm sorry. No, if, if he should have known, obviously that the price was under six hundred thousand dollars back in what 2017, 2018, uh, and the golf course. And then what Jeff mentioned today that the charges weren't working. We all know about the electrical and the basement. And again, I had the opportunity to see the clubhouse last week, and I ran into Jamie from Spokes. And I'm like, I look at all this, all this materials. They got a bus. They have uh, a table saws all over the place. They're dressed in their construction clothes. Two ladies, by the way. And I said, "What's going on here?" He says, "Well, we're going to make it look like a spokes." I go, "Are you kidding me? You're going to take over? The, you're doing this entire site?" They go, yeah, "Absolutely." So it's not just the one. They're lucky. The the city is lucky. Not only did they get one bid, they got a bid that's putting up their own money to make the place look presentable. Right, right. Well, they didn't remember they bid a dollar. So right, and that's what I'm saying. But they were the only ones, so they, they right. really would look, be. I mean, we'd have a, a hot dog sh- a cart up there if they didn't go up there. Right. You know. Right. So. Uh, but I, I just felt that he did, he didn't do himself any favors by going on. I do give him credit for going on. Uh, but you know, to sit there and say I'm retired, so you've got all this free time to go up and to, and, and do due diligence for the city. Right. I, I doubt that, you know, a, a walk around the park would have gave you a, a, a quite a thing. The other thing is the golf ball issue. Everybody says, oh, we got the golf ball back. You didn't get the golf ball back. Because you, if you notice, the, the lettering, which it costs money to letter stuff. Right, that. it's if, gone. If you have, uh, what's his name there, Fitzgerald, put lettering on anything, you're going to pay big bucks for it. Yeah, so especially for Mike. missing off the golf ball where it said the park. Yeah. I don't Why know. Why would you take that off? If, if you didn't have an intention of taking that, right. and you weren't going to market it somewhere else, why would you take the name off? So are you suggesting then that they took it because they were going to keep it and then they got some slack that they didn't expect? Bay, yeah. But but somebody took the golf ball right. okay, and removed the name. Mm-hmm. So was it, were they going to put Carloden on there? Were they going to put uh, Elms on there? Was it going to be... Uh, you know, somebody else's golf, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the city manager playing dumb on it. Right. I got a problem with that, too. I got a problem with the whole thing. No, I, the whole city's got a problem. As you know, and somebody will bring it up. But here's the thing. Uh, that's fine. And I, I, I've always owned property in the city, and, and I, you know, lived here all my life, so... I'm kind of familiar with what what goes on. I know you do. I know you do. And I'm hey, look. I'm still licking my wounds. The fact that Millie Smith didn't make it for the three year term. I mean, it called me crazy. But they ran out of friggin' ballots, and somehow she just barely makes it in. Something's up. Yeah, I, I can't I get over that. I won't get over that. Jeepers. Well, you shouldn't. In America, you should be able to ask questions. You know, and, and don't worry about the fact that we get ridiculed about it on uh, on uh, the mayor's blog. Ah. And it's the same, oh, thanks. It's the same guy. He, he just changes the wording, and he just say, he tries to make it sound like there's more than there's one guy. My, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We should do a yeah, fan club for him. It, I know you're thin skinned so don't want to get. No, I'm not thin skinned I don't. What are you talking about? I was just I was just compared from Joe Wester. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm bothered bothered about. Plus, someone gave me the middle finger today just for talking to T.J. Babcock. 
It's like, wow. Don't you love it when a woman gives you the middle finger? What's that now? When a woman gives you the middle finger, and they'll actually stop and, and really pronounce it. Oh, big time. I thought she was picking her nose. I'll just flip you off. If a woman gets that upset and they give you the finger, they give you the finger. They, oh, she gave me the finger, right? Jeez, yeah. Oh, yeah. More than likely, it was the cookie finger. Ah, hey now. Hey now. Jeez, I'm sorry for presenting that, but anyway. Anyway, all right, thanks, Duff Man. Appreciate it. All right, That's uh, the Duff Man. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, what's going on, Glenn? It's uh, Jason Trainer. I uh, the sad thing about it, I was the only one that went to that cleanup day. Yeah, no other city council member or first-ass run would lend an hour or two hours to clean up the city that day. Mm. It's pretty sad condition, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you're right. Who who sanctioned that, by the way, Jason? It was a North. Uh, I think it was the North Country's Business Association. Okay. Yeah. It would be nice if the actual, you know, storefront owners actually partook in that, you know, on a day-to-day basis, but, you know, whatever. Uh, was it, uh, let me ask you, was it a big job? Was there a lot of dirt, a lot of grime, you know, a lot of, a lot of pickup over there? Um, well, we, we took different um, areas of the city. I went down to the River Walk with two other nice ladies from a organization. Right. And there was, like, Ten groups that help clean up the city. So, you know, Glenn, I'm very passionate about my city. It's not just passion. Uh-huh. I want to say this to your audience: before you vote, vote for someone that has personal experience because the business-minded people that ran this city haven't done much for job quality, drug abuse, homeless crisis. <laughs> vote for someone that has personal experience exactly now jason i gotta be very careful and i've told you this before we're in the cycle right now where, where i have to give uh, allow equal time and so therefore it's very nice that you are, uh, partook in that someone just wrote to me that sarah campo was there and it was a chamber event with the downtown business association that's joe westner so joe was there too okay yeah yeah i, I didn't see her there I didn't see her there, so it was totally surprised to me if she was there. Well, they were spread out. It was a big area. But anyway, Jason, I got to go only because I got to be very careful. We'll have you on the show right. uh, on your on your day, okay? When can I come in? Uh, and, and... Let's just stay in touch. Uh, uh, give me a shout tomorrow or Wednesday, Jason. All right, Glenn. Uh, all right. You take care. Be blessed. Be safe, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Uh, something I called in. Friday, something that Hickey, Patrick Hickey said yeah. uh, during Graham's interview that bothered me was he said money that came in from National Grid was not taxpayer money. Hmm. And I said I gave him the opportunity to recant that statement and the fact that uh, he didn't know about the 850000 and he decided not to answer the one and still continue right. to say he didn't know about the money. So Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna. Jeff, Jeff, Graham, Jeff Graham tried to correct him as well when he said that the money from National Grid wasn't taxpayer money. That any money that comes in the city is taxpayer money. Right, exactly. That's yeah. not their, and that's the problem. That gang of three thinks thinks that's their personal bank account to do whatever they think is just neat and fun or whatever. Do, do, do you think the worst thing that ever happened to Pat Hickey is Cliff only? I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like let's just yeah, I, yeah, Pat, yeah. Pat, Pat's problem is he's too passive and he just they I think they went after him and and uh, I mean he did say that Glyph needs to respect the mayor and he's a mayor but he, why doesn't he speak up during the council meeting why doesn't Lisa 
do you think do you think the gang of three were afraid of the two developers? Uh, I think were Pat they intimidated? Was. He did sound legitimately like nervous about getting sued. Mm-hmm. Lisa, a tiny bit, and I think I've thought this all along, and it's my own opinion. I don't care if anybody thinks. I think Cliff got a kickback. You think he's on the take? I mean, look at I mean, I mean, PJ's the one that put Cliff's signs when Cliff's ran all those times. He's the one to put put him up on the billboard and did all this stuff for him, and that's why Cliff's against the mayor because he's working for PJ. I've always thought that since day one. Hmm. So it was like a payback, in yeah. a sense, like you know, he was doing him favors. PJ's had a thing against Smith and the city, and uh, he found Cliff. You know, wounded right. little puppy dog that hated the city too for his supposed whatever happened to him in the past, and right. that was the perfect person to extort. Right, right, right. A city this size. Yeah. Hey, what do you think? What do you think about the the uh, the attorney Bullard? Uh, uh, duh, am I saying his name right? Fan club on Facebook. Are you, are you, I think it's fantastic. I, I love Cliff it. Does it all the time. Yeah. Cliff goes on his Facebook and bashes your show and Graham's show and right. everything else. Right. Right. All the time. And so why not? Right. Why not give him a little bit of his own medicine. Taste of his own medicine. He's been doing it. I mean, you remember he did it for Smith. They put memes up on billboards and stuff. Yeah. Right. No, I know. That was all. I mean, Cliff don't have the money for that. That was PJ's money. Well, wait, 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 what, billboard, you're saying that they were putting memes on physical billboards? Remember, Cliff, you know, they had stuff like over there on Factory Street, he had stuff on billboards, and, huh. and when he ran for council, like it, the first time, he's, he's always been against Smith. Interesting. I'm, I I must have missed that episode of 60 Minutes, uh, but no, yeah, that's he's it. Always, he's always been putting them on his Facebook, so good, he gets a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, I wonder how, you know what, the one person we, I mean, I know one particular developer is very upset about it and is looking for answers, but I really wonder what, what Cliff thinks about those memes. Does anyone know? Cliff, give us a shout. Well, you know, Glenn, uh, you know, a taste of your own medicine sometimes is, uh, is good medicine, Glenn, so uh, sometimes it works. Yeah. I mean, and I, don't, I mean, he did this, I mean, if, if everybody, and I asked Pat, too, does he pay attention to social media? Because if you look at, like, say, 7 News or News Junkie in the comment section, yeah, 99% of the people are against the new pool, another pool, or right. they're against the sale of the golf course. It's like they don't pay attention. Aha, uh-huh, but, but, they, but they'll say they'll tell you the recent survey done by JCC says different. 56% say they want the pool. No, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, I look at that and I go, well, I mean, it seems that that's the majority decision. Mm-hmm. No, but, but like Jeff Graham said, that the, the, the question isn't, isn't set up correctly. It's like, hey, do you want a pool for the kids during a hot, hot summer? Well, of course I do. I'm a good person. Yeah, yeah of course I do. Right. I, I want 20 pools. Yeah, yeah right. Pool. But if you say, hey, the city just spent four, $4 million in one pool four years ago and $3.4 million on a, on a golf course that's worth less than half of that, should we spend another $3.8 million in a new pool? They would say, oh, geez, I don't think so. But the kids are going to starve. They're going to burn to death. Oh, no, we need another pool. Okay, there's another right. one, 56%. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So that's how that works. Well, thank you, my friend, as always. And, and thank you for uh, your support of the show, by the way, for the record. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Fine. Appreciate it. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Some fireworks going on with council. Hey, Donnie, let me ask the question. Let me yeah. ask you. Are you are you fishing to find out who, who's doing that Facebook page? Are you fishing? What Facebook page? The, the, the attorney Bullard. Oh, you're going to have to wait till Mr. Fox puts his article out and read it in the paper. Oh, when's that? Greg um, Fox, man of the hour. Very shortly. Uh, what, are you in the article? I don't know. 
Yeah. You know, here it is. Donnie, Donnie is never short on words. Ever. Never, never, never. He is, There's never enough time for Donnie. And all of a sudden, I ask him one question, two questions, and he's silent. Crickets. Donnie, come on. What's going on here? What's this article that Craig Fox is going to come out with? Um, It's about the uh, fan page. All right. Never mind. I don't want to. Uh, well, well, it is. It's about the fan page. All right. Do you like the fan page? I like it, for the record. Well... I did share some memes, and I did think it's funny. Um, some of them. You do memes all the time. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I'm not anonymous. I, I you know, I, I'm not anonymous about it. Hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's people that are being anonymous. Yeah, I know. And, th- and actually, that's the criticism about uh, Jeff Graham's blog, because a lot of those people, you don't know who the heck they are. They're probably your best friends. You know how people are. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you get good information when people are anonymous, but people can be even more hurtful when they're anonymous, too. Yeah, it's it's like the end of a, a Scooby-Doo episode, you know? It's the old guy that yeah. runs the hotel all along. Hey, it's Mr. Peterson. How did he do that? Take the mask well, so off. I did, talk, I did talk to Cliff about the page, and, you know, he was right. Like, he doesn't make fun of, like, somebody's weight. He doesn't make fun of, like, somebody's characteristics or hair or something. I agree. I don't like and, that. I don't like that at all. Right. So, but you I know, mean, I, I, can, I, I can get it. I, I get it. You know what I mean? But, um, I don't like how they, they, you know, they got pictures of where Cliff lives and I happen they, to know, I that. guess they, they crossed the line. Yeah, that's so. crossing the line. But, but no, Cliff has done that to Jeff. So Cliff's getting a little bit of it, but that's not his house. And that's what I get upset about. If it was his house, then I could see it, but it's not, it's not his house. What do you mean it's not his house? Well, I just, I don't, I think, I, oh, God, now I'm getting myself in trouble. I think he's living with a, with, with someone, I, I, th- I don't know if that's his house. I think it's his mom's house, if I'm the not mistaken. One in the, the house in the meme with all the things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Cliff's house. Oh, okay. Okay, well, all right, fine, but does he own it is the question. I believe he rents that. All right, gotcha. All right, so, but, okay. So, so I don't what, like when people use people's houses. I, mean, I have a problem with that. That's what I'm saying. People do have a problem with that yeah. because it's been brought up. But but you know? but to to defend that, it has been. I mean, Cliff. You, I, mean, I think it was about a year ago or so. Cliff was mocking Jeff's house for having a pool or something like that. I'm like, stop it. You know, you could you could criticize people, but that's that's crossing the line. So anything. But you're right. Cliff doesn't get down in one's looks. How they you know talk. Blah blah blah. But he'll certainly get down in their character. Right. He's not. He's not the normal. Um, politician mm-hmm. you no, know if know anything that. it should be turned into a hollywood movie i always said that cliff looks like who's that uh, he's he's a guy who sang in atlantic city he sang up here for the dpao i'm forgetting his name now i always called him that too i told him to his face do you know you look like the singer now his name escapes me he always had that deep voice not anthony newley the uh, the uh, the uh, the british guy but the other guy with the big eyes to dream the impossible dream. So I, did you hear Ben's uh, message today? His, his commercial. Ben, who's Ben? Uh, ben Schoen. No. Oh yes, I did. I did. Oh yeah, we're gonna hear it. We're gonna hear it. Then I think we're gonna hear it in the next break. Yeah, coming up right here. Yeah. So um, let me give you some. What I thought you could have done is put a little bit of like uh, background music in it, so it wasn't just like 
dead space. Well, I didn't produce. Uh, like, I didn't produce. Like the games it. of Thrones, you know, like, you know, Game of Thrones, you know, the epic music. Right, right, right. Like, like uh, Sean Hannity. And then uh, Scott Shannon comes. Once again, the revolution begins. Here's Sean Hannity. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I got a heartbreak. Got a heartbreak. All right, I got to go. I got to go, Donnie. Sorry, I gotta no go. problem. All right, I got to do a break. Uh, we'll do a break right now, and we'll be back after this. Uh, welcome back to the show. We talked about this earlier <clears throat> and how the uh, the influx of migrants that uh, what came up by way of Texas and other states from Governor Abbott are now making their way up closer and closer. Oh, my God, here they come. Central New York Hotel expecting a busload of migrants have been kicking out long-term residents. Uh, this from Salina, New York. The hotel that town officials say is expecting Central New York's first busload of migrants uh, began pushing out its long-term residents last week. How can you do that? And who's living in a hotel other than, you know, Al Capone? The Candlewood Suites in Salina had rented about 80 of its 124 rooms to long-term guests, according to several residents. There are families with small children, medical workers, Amazon workers, who don't make enough for an apartment and transportation. And on top of that, disabled veterans. Some only have uh, lived there for a month. Syracuse.com, the Post standard spoke with many of uh, the dozen of residents. They say that they have uh, not been t- uh, told they were being pushed out because of the migrants. Some, however, were told it was because of renovations. What a bunch of stuff. Unbelievable how they're winning. They're winning. They're winning. And there's nothing we can do about it. He's gone. What do you mean he's gone? You know, he's gone. They whacked him. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Oops, let me do that again. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Okay, I got you this time. Hey, John. All right, I got a couple, three questions. Yes. Okay, about the migrants, or doesn't matter who's living in these hotels. I know that, um, what do you call it? Jefferson Social Services put a whole bunch of people on Bradley Street in the rainbow. Yeah. They were cooking meth, and they burned it down. Right, right. That's that. That's still even not even demolished. And that happened like what two years ago? Three, three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't. I am just a weirdo. They were cooking cocoa I have in no the kitchen. No idea what happened with the Pillar Point story, where um, the guy shot at the police. Yeah, and then he let the other place on fire. This was only a couple, three days ago. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, and, I, was that North Shore or South Shore? I don't know. Uh, it might have been near your dad's place, for all we know. I, I it probably was, but I just wondered. I was at my dad's place today, but burning brush, but right. I didn't burn down the friggin' house. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Some people have some. I don't know. Once I guess here's the thing, and I think about this, because that's when you th- when you see people that take the lives of others. Once you take that first shot, and in this case, he shot at. You know, deputies, law enforcement officials. Once you do that, everything's off the table. You know, you just your mind is in another place. That's when you start. Hey, look, I'm going to jail from this point going forward. Uh, I didn't shoot anyone, and I'm going to make a big, big stink about this. And if it takes burning down my cabin on the north or south shore of Pillow Point, so be it. He's in jail forever. That guy's no, in trouble. No, it just happened. Yeah, you can't shoot at the officers. Can't shoot at you know, anybody. 
I don't, it's crazy. I, it is crazy. And then you want to come out of the house, and then you lit on fire and try to sneak but, out the but, back door. But you know I what? I don't know the whole story. I wasn't there. No, no, wait, wait. John, wow. hear me out. I only got a couple of uh, seconds left. But here's the I thing. I mean, it's not funny, but you know what I no, mean. No, it is funny. Everything's that, funny. That's like reality. It's like 10 miles away from where I live. I know. Well, listen, John, I got to go. I'm, but you make a good point. Thanks, John. But here's the thing, what, what, what John just brought up. A very good point. That was a major deal. And it would have been much worse if one of those officers or a bystander got shot, just like that incident that happened up in Theresa a couple of years ago where the state trooper got shot in a domestic dispute. That was terrible, the loss of an officer. But you know, amazing. Yes, John's right, the caller. That just happened. And we're not even talking about it anymore. If that happened back in the 80s, like it did, that was a big story. Three people died. Still, to this day, one of the biggest stories. But it just goes back to what I said uh, over the years, like, you know, as time goes on, after 9-11, so many things have happened where even a major incident where a guy shoots at officers, burns down his place, and less than two days later, no one's even talking about it anymore. It's a very good point, John, as always. Let's say one last call. Oh, never mind. We lost them. Uh, so we do this every day, Monday through Friday. And uh, we, I, I don't even know who's coming in this week. I know I'm going to have a phone call from Jerry Manor from CECOM uh, soon. But we'll also be uh, uh, setting up uh, uh, interviews, of course, with all the city council uh, candidates. And there's like 20 of them at this point. So uh, I'll keep you up to date on that. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown does make us legal. Of course, the hotline show tomorrow with Jeff Graham and myself here on AM 1240 WE10 Watertown. Up next, CBS News. I'll see you then. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Debt talks are starting at the White House, and President Biden says he is confident they can get a deal done. We're optimistic we may be able to make some progress because uh, we both agreed. Uh,